Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. With me, your boy, Harvey Hook. Um, in this podcast, we're, ta- we're going to be talking about the concept of charm, how to be charming, charisma, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and we're going to be doing it from a, a different perspective. Because you know that the stuff I talk about is always, always from a perspective. It's not from the, 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 good old, the good old generic, how to be charming. And then they say, you know, well, step one is say, say, say thing one. You know what I mean? Where people often say like, how to be charming. You know, get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> how to be charming. Say hi. And then people say, what's the line? What do I say? They say, how to be charming. Make sure you run this particular script. And so when we're going to be talking about charm today, we're not going to be talking about charm and charisma from a thing that you do, but a thing that you are. Because if it's something that you do, then it's like a light switch. There are, there are things that are on and then there are off. And sure, you're human. You have t- days where you are on and you are off. But really, truly, you know, I, I like to live by the quote, don't get ready, stay ready. So if charm has to be, or charisma, or if, you know, being, bringing people into your life, or whatever the purpose is, because we all want charm for different reasons, right? We all want it for different reasons. If that is a thing that you have to do because you want to achieve the certain results, then guess, guess what happened? The moment you stop doing it is the moment you stop getting results. And let's, let's talk about this for a second, because I find that at least when I'm coaching people, when I work with people one-on-one, what a big factor of relationships, breakups is, you know, what a big factor of breakups is, or divorces, or things like that, is they will, they stop doing what got them into the relationship in the first place. Why? Because it was something that they did, and not something that they were, and I, I this happens all the fucking time, you know, Guy meets girl, girl meets guy, 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 girl meets girl, and they get together, and they get together because of some implement, some tactic, some strategy, some thing that they, you know, they shinied up a piece of shit that they perceive themselves to be, and they said, hey, look, this is really shiny, and then later on, they... And I say perceive themselves to be, because that's the really important thing. And then later on, when it came to the relationship, they they go, I am married now. Now I get to stop doing all those things. But here's the, here's the thing. You think it's something that you have to do, then it's something that you have to do. And then it's work. And we don't want it to be work. Be work. We want it to be easy. We want it to flow. We want it to just be fucking synchronistic, like a party, like a like something you can enjoy rather than something that you are, something that you have to be. Because if it's something that you have to be, then, well, honestly, or something you have to do more, like let's say that, because you can drop it. If you always have to carry a ball, the moment you stop carrying the ball is the moment things just don't go your way. So we don't want it to be something that you have to carry with you all the time. We don't want charisma, love, dating, all those kinds of things to be something that you have to juggle. We don't want it to be a fucking war zone. We don't want it to be a job interview. We don't want it to be that you're throwing yourself under the bus. We never wanted those things to happen. So how did we get that way? Well, honestly, we call it we can call it the path of least resistance. And isn't it interesting? We're not even talking about charm and charisma yet. And we'll get into that in a second. But often what I find is, is life has a path of least resistance. You know, the, we've talked about this a lot before in the past. Where, you know, in order to find something that you do want, often you have to find what you don't want. 
And more to the point, you will keep going down that path. So you might, for example, you know, you might have a string of bad relationships only to go, Harvey, I need help. And then we look at it, we say, great, because without, without those bad relationships, you wouldn't know what a good relationship is like. In fact, every person I've spoken to, this is a really common question that I ask. Every person that I've spoken to that has a good relationship, I often ask them, I often ask them, hey, you know, if you had met that person a year before, if you'd met that person two years before, if you met that person three years before, would you have been ready to see that person? Would you have been, been able to see meet that person? And they often always say no. Why? Because honestly, honest to God, it's like, well, you know, how do I say this? Honest to God, it's like they 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 just weren't ready. They didn't have the skill set. They didn't have the mindset. They didn't have the whatever. They they were looking for the wrong things. But sometimes we need to look for the wrong things in order to find, find the right things. Sometimes we need problems in order to find solutions. So in this part, this part we're going to be talking about the art of charm. And hopefully you've got a fuck ton of content already. And if you haven't, I'm disappointed. But... We're going to be talking about charm again from this mindset of something that you you be you, 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 because it's it's a feeling it's an emotion it's a mindset because you know this by now if you've been tuning into the honest modern dating podcast which I know you have been I know it you would know by now that people hear what you have to say more and the people feel sorry let's say that again you would know by now that people feel what you have to say more than they hear what you have to say that what you feel is what is what we call emotional transference. It is emotionally transferred across to the other person. And so when we say, you know, please love me, when we say please love me, or would you like to go out with me? Or how's it going? <laughs> something even small, right? When we say something, and what we really mean is, I need this. That's what the other person feels. So what happens is, is most people come to me with relationship advice or something because they want to find out a strategy, a way to get to the result of what they want. But what I, what I feel is the result of what they want is just an emotion. Why do we want to be charming? Why do we want to be charming? We want to be charming because we think it's going to get us somewhere. And what's on the other side of that somewhere? Maybe feeling good. Maybe feeling like someone loves you. Maybe just feeling love. Maybe just feeling like with people. So what we want to do is we want to find that emotion first and feel it. You know, that's always what I've been saying. It's the same fucking thing over and over and over again. And I have to answer it over and over and over and over and over again. And I love answering it over and over and over and over and over again. And I know you love listening to it over and over and over and over again. Because every question you will fucking ask will have the same answer. And it's, it's always the same answer. Because life isn't that hard. Relationships aren't that hard. So we come from it. So, look... Let's, 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 let's go, let's to really answer this question, how to be charming. And you've been like, just, just, just tell me what to say. No, fuck no, no. We've already established what to say is irrelevant. What, what to say is more irrelevant than what you feel. So truth be told, the highest form of a charming person, the highest form of someone who is in charm, has, knows what it's like to have people around them, but does not care. They know what it's like 
They they feel it. They just go, you know, people are just in my life that everything just goes my way. I, I talk to people and it just seems to always work out. You know, maybe I'm interested in someone and, you know, I just talk to them and it works. It's not something that they have to implement. Maybe after a while they become a little bit proud of it. They go, yeah, everything goes my, my way. But they know at a deep level it does go their way. And it's interesting because it's that deep knowing that makes it go their way. It's the belief. We often, again, remember, emotional resonance. We alter the world to match ourselves. So if you believe that things always go your way, that if you believe that things are charming, right, that you are charming, that everything just works out for you, then everything every will work out for you because you will find ways to make it happen. But if that's too hard, because let's let's talk about this. Sometimes for some people, that's too hard. You go... But Harvey, it's too, too <coughs> sorry, <coughs> double sorry. Harvey, it's too sorry. Uh, it's too sorry. Harvey, it's too hard for me to just think that everything goes my way because look at all of these times that it doesn't. Then let, let's scale it down. Let's let's specifically talk about real tangible emotions that we can transfer. Because all we want to do is find and tweak and notice a emotion that is easier to flow with. An emotion or a mindset that is easier to focus on than whatever is there. For example, if you think that whatever you do just does not work, that's pretty fucking painful. In fact, I did a podcast yesterday. And if you're listening to this, um, the guy who did the podcast with Sammy, uh, hi. I asked him a metaphor question. And I asked him this question because I, I love asking people this question because it really helps me connect with people. And the metaphor question is, you know, if, 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 if people say life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. Well, what would you describe life as? And so I ask him and says, well, you know, before in my life, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. And I think life is like that. It's a struggle, but it's worth it. And I go, man, that's a pain in the ass. Why can't it just be worth it? Because I express to him that to me, and if you listen to this, I really want to fucking instill this in your mind, but life is like Play-Doh. Life is like that little fucking toy Play-Doh, you know, the TM, trademark, whatever, Play-Doh. That, you know, you get colors, you get this this thing, this plasticky substance, and you can mesh it together. You can, when you're a child, you make a dinosaur. And then you mesh it together, and all of a sudden, it's this new color that you never, ever even wanted, and you can't tear it apart, but it doesn't matter because someone brings along some more Play-Doh, and you make a little burger, or you make a little airplane, and you can play with it. That life is this joyous thing. So we want to bring you up to this level that it is this joyous, creative, really free thing. Because when you feel it, that other people will feel it too. In fact, due to the law of emotional transference, that when you talk to people and you feel like everything is easy, everything is simple, everything just flows, they'll feel it too. In fact, if you, if you go to someone and you, and I'll tell you a story, the cupcake story. The cupcake story is an amazing story to understand confidence, charm, and stuff in general. But if you feel like, yes, this is just how it is. I'm talking to you now. This is a party. Life's a party. You're now part of my party. It's great. They will feel part of it. In fact, you will tear down walls in people who have these crazy walls that you think I'm never going to connect with them ever. You will tear them down because in your reality, there were no walls. In fact, in your neural connection, in your bi-part, like in your fucking mind, that you will 
help people. This is what I find, what I find interesting thing is you'll help people form those connections. You'll be helping them bypass their insecurities by talking to you because you've bypassed the, those, those mindsets. Does that make sense? It's a when you communicate to people, you're communicating your fucking whole life experience in a single sentence. Hi. Everything you are is transferred through that high. We are like brain neurons. Society functions very similar to a giant brain. And the moment you realize that that's just how it works, it just functions a little bit easier. So let's tell you the cupcake story. Oh, the cupcake story. Now, back in my day, when I was a young warthog, what I would do is, or what I did was, I was working in this cupcake cafe. In fact, the owner of that cafe, the founder of that cafe, in Melbourne, it's a very big cafe. She was the lady who she was like, you gotta go into coaching. You gotta coach women. You have to do it. And I go, no, 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 no. And I said no for six months until finally she twisted my arm and I said, yes, and look where we are now. But before all of that, before I was the Harvey you knew, I am today, I went through a phase that I thought that, you know, things in life were a struggle. That if you got anywhere, it was because of a lot of work and you would only get somewhere you were, you know, like 10 years later, you know, you'd try hard for 10 years and maybe, just maybe, then you'd get the results. And so I did, because I believed things were hard, I did the hardest thing possible. You know, I decided I'd throw myself off a cliff as far as confidence is concerned. And what I decided was I would try and walk around the city of Melbourne and try and engage in conversation with people just because that was the hardest thing to do. Now, I'm telling you this, and some of you might think, that's a great idea. It's not. <laughs> there are easy ways to build confidence quicker. Hang out with your friends more. That will build so much more confidence and vibe and um, your ability to connect with people that eventually you make your small pocket of world so much sweeter that you'll make the next pocket of world sweeter, the next pocket of world sweeter, the next pocket of world, and it will expand like an ever-consciousness expansion, like the universe is expanding. You will expand, but from your po pocket of the universe. So get stronger with your pocket and it will expand to others. But what I did was I chose the hardest way. Right, And so I decided that one day I was going to walk around and I had a box of cupcakes. Now, in Melbourne, these cupcakes are, in my, my opinion, Melbourne's best cupcakes. And more specifically, they were vanilla cupcakes. Now, any baker will tell you that vanilla cupcakes are the hardest to make because they're so easy. That you can truly judge a bakery based on the, the quality of their, their vanilla cupcakes. And these vanilla cupcakes were fucking quality. So I go around trying to communicate with people going, look, I've just got this box of cupcakes. I've just got to get rid of these cupcakes. And when I do it, I will finally have the charisma and the charm that I want. And so I carry it around. Minutes go by. Soon hours go by and I still have this box of cupcakes shaking in my little boots. I was almost tempted to just throw them out. Go, I'm just going to throw them out. I'm going to throw, throw, going to throw them out, going to throw them out, going to throw them out. I, that'll be easier. And then suddenly I see a couple walking by and I go, great, a couple. Plausible deniability. Yeah, let's hide behind that. Plausible deniability. And I go th to them and I give, I say to them, I stop them and I go, hey, do you want these cupcakes? And guess what they said? They go, no. 
and the look in their face. I it I it it looked to them, or at least when I was like when I saw their face, it looked like I had just tried to poison them. And in that moment, I learned a very valuable secret. You could have a box filled with the, the world's best cupcakes. But if you don't communicate it in a way that other people can understand, they will just not understand. Then when you go up to someone and say, hey, do you want these cupcakes? I'm the cupcake. It's something else. And you do it in a way that you're communicating, please love me, please help me, please, I don't want to be hurt, please don't hurt me. They will feel that. They, that that is what they'll feel first. That these people looked at me like I tried to poison them. And looking at them going, this is the, like, fucking Melbourne's best cupcakes. With, like, yeah. So I want you to know that this is why feelings are important. This is why charm is important. Because when you know how it works, you're presenting yourself in the most beautiful way. You, you present yourself in ways that people can understand. But more importantly, you feel good. And the feeling good feeling alone is enough. That when you feel like people flow into your life, that's enough. But people flow into your life as consequence. Right now, you know, because everyone has a different feeling of charm. And I want to invite you right now to just picture what being charming feels like. To being able to win people over. To having charisma. What does that feel like? Where in your body do you feel that? You know, where do you feel that? For me, being charming feels like I'm saying the right thing at the right time and everything just seems to work. And even if I say say the most stupidest thing in the entire world, it's still the right thing at the right time. And we just want to feel that. We want that feeling of that feeling alone to be enough. Because when that feeling alone is enough, and you can feel it without other emotions or things attached to it, pretty soon, nothing else is good enough. That if you, if you talk to someone and you go, I don't know, I don't know if they should talk to me, I don't think I should talk to them. And then you realize that that just, what, what feels better? Doubting yourself or knowing that everything you say is perfect? What feels better? Like talking to someone and thinking you're gonna get rejected? and then rejecting yourself or knowing that whatever you say is just going to hit the mark and it's going to be great. We don't have to look for the external evidence to validate our internal world. It starts from the internal. It bottles out like a fucking volcano. You feel it. Other people will feel it too. Because truth be told, there is no such thing as rejection. Let's, let's get rid of it. People say, I don't want to get rejected. Let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of rejection. Let's put it aside. That's a concept that was good for the past, but moving on forward, let's get it out of here. Let's get it out. What's that? Uh, what's my Boston? I'm walking here <laughs> accent. So let's get it out of here and let's get in a better concept. What's better than rejection? You might say, but rejection sucks. I don't want something that's, that's more powerful than rejection. I don't want super rejection. <laughs> What's, why do I want 
super rejection. Hmm, super rejection. Instead of that, let's bring in a new concept. And that new concept is Rolschen. Nobody ever rejects you. You might repulse them. You might push them away. It might be some unconscious thing that you did. Maybe you never wanted them in your life in the first place. Maybe you wanted something that wasn't, wasn't intimate with them. But rejection does not exist. We push people away. And that might really piss off a lot of people. They go, but I did nothing to get rejected. In fact, here's, here's a really, look, honestly, it's a harsh analogy. It's a painful analogy. But I believe the best study of life is how it is. You know, let's not beat around the bush. That sometimes, you know, bad things happen. But it's our responsibility. When you take ownership for it, it's a bit, a bit better. So let's, let's talk about a situation. Someone on Instagram, I, I said something like, you know, everything you do is a reflection of who you are. Or every person you meet is a mirror in which you view yourself. And someone commented, well, you know, my husband cheated on me and left me for another woman. How is that something I invited into my life? And my simple answer is, and this is the answer that might piss off a lot of people, but when you understand it to this depth, there is nothing that can fucking stop you. There is no reach you can't get to. There is no, no person you cannot meet. There is no love you cannot create. There is no money that you cannot make. That everything, everything is a reflection of how you feel at that point in time. That this woman sought validation from an external means. So she lined up and met someone else who sought validation from an external means. And when no longer he was getting that validation or it was not enough, that he then sought it from an external means. Angry people meet angry people. Sad people meet sad people. Happy people meet happy people. You cannot be happy and be around unhappy people. They will remove themselves from you. They, they cannot physically be around you. It's insane. And I say this like you don't have to push people away. You don't have to worry about, oh, but what about the narcissistic people? Narcissistic people will line up and meet other people who feel like that's who they need to meet. Sometimes we need to go through that to know that that's not what we want. A story, a story, story five. Last night I went to karaoke. I invited a bunch of people. And a bunch of people didn't come because, you know, that's just what last minute karaoke is like. And... and the people that did come were very interesting. That one person that I invited was really interesting, actually. One person that I invited, she eventually left early. She was like, I can't handle this. I'm like, you can't handle what? Everyone is jumping around, singing karaoke, having a great time. You can't handle it. She just couldn't. It was too good. That's what people do. So then I walk her out and she goes... You know, nothing's going to happen between us, right? And I say, yes, that's why I invited you. <laughs> because I want to just have a good night. A good, happy night with good quality friends. And the beautiful thing is you see from this, as this weird synchronistic example, look, it's not some biblical story like the cupcake story where you're going to get a giant meaning from it. It's not a story where you'll see like, 
You'll feel your heart just like pump with a new shift of emotion. But as an example, I saw and I watched all the people that were anxious leave. All the people that were scared leave. And the rest was just fucking like insane people. If you're, if you're watching this live, um, if you're watching, because you know me, I, I do these podcasts and I also live stream them across Facebook and Instagram. And currently, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this later, I also like to make these podcasts without like a date in mind. You know, I try to make them timeless. But if you're watching this and you're on my Instagram, check out my story. You'll see stories from this karaoke night that I organized. But the people there, the people there were just insane, having a great time. You will watch people melt out of your life when you decide that happiness is better than not being happy. And when you decide happiness is better than not being happy, pretty soon you'll shift, you'll shift, you'll shift, you'll shift, you'll shift, you'll shift, you'll meet, meet, you'll meet, you'll meet, you'll you'll be on a path, you'll be on a fucking war path is another way of describing it. A war path of growth, a war path of half of happiness. A war path of charm. If you think that having people in your life is better than not, then that's what you'll find. And you come up with these ideas. You come up with, hey, we should all have drinks. Hey, we should all go out. Hey, we should just do something. We should just be somewhere. Because that's better than not. And when your subconscious tastes something so sweet, so delicious, that is to have people in life, to be charming, to have that growth, then nothing else will be good enough. Those things will disappear. Those, those people will disappear. Those bad experiences will disappear. Those clients, for if you're running a business, those, those clients who just waste your time, they will disappear. Those lovers who waste your time will disappear. They'll remove themselves. You don't have to do anything. That's the key. Because it'll just be that you'll be in a different level not like one level is better than the other because we all know that is bullshit but it'll be like you took an elevator you took an elevator you went up a level and suddenly you're in a different plane of existence and you'll line up with those happy people those charming people and you'll also line up with the people that want to be charmed that want to meet you that want to share this time with you and that is this podcast they, if you want to, um, if you want to work with me one-on-one, please go to www.loveonmyterms.com. If, if you think I'm insane and want to find out more about my insanity, you can try out my seven-day self-love course at www.7daysofcourse.com. It's a meditation course. It's only $7. You can check it out. Um, it's a really good way of getting in touch with who you are and what you are, for example. Um, and often that alone is enough for a lot of people, which is great. Um, and thank you so much for listening to this because if you did like this podcast, you know, I, I re- really enjoy doing it. So if you enjoy doing it, if no one listens to it, I probably, you know, I tried to enjoy it. So here we are creating something beautiful in this world. We are together. This is a relationship right now between you and me. This is a relationship. And if you want to expand on this relationship, please go to loveonmyterms.com. If you feel like there is more to learn on from me, please go to loveonmyterms.com. Please, if you feel like there is more to life than what you are getting, more to life, because this is 
What I find is people come to me and they, we talk about their love life, but we work on everything. And you might think, but I don't need to work on everything. But if you want more to life, if you want more, if you think that you are not reaching your potential in your love life, in any part of your life, what we do is that. So please go to www.loveonmyterms.com. www.loveonmyterms.com and where you can apply for a free call. So thank you so much for your time. This has been 28 minutes and 9, 10, 11 seconds. You've given me 20 minutes of your life so I can shave off years. So thank you so much because for me, time is the biggest thing. Time is the one commodity, one biggest commodity that we have a finite. It's like time and land. And now we're going to space soon, like more. So time is the last thing that we are all bound by. So you've given me 28 minutes and 43, 44, 45 of your life. So I can save you years. So thank you so much. And we'll tune in next week for the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. Bye-bye.